What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Blackie Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book and anime news, some anime news, uh, from the big and the small screen from the past week. I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 31. Ooh, moving right along with these episodes, even though I'm late sometimes. But uh, before we get into the episode, um, do me a favor, go ahead and give a five-star review on whatever app you're watching this on, whatever podcast app you're watching it on. Um, why did I say watching? I mean, listening to it. Maybe you should just give it a four, because I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you're, uh, listening on, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, I, is it, um, Apple Cast, I think it's called. Um, there's like a whole bunch of places where you go at. Go ahead and rate the podcast. It helps me get to other listeners. It helps my podcast grow. And, and it's another way for you to support the podcast. And it's also greatly appreciated. So with the intro and that little spew out the way, let's dive into this week, guys. So first up, we're going to do small screen news. And first up, uh, they had a a first look at Lady and the Tramp, a couple of set photos. It looks interesting. Um, it's supposed to be a remake and a movie that they're putting on Disney Plus. Uh, when I don't know if it comes out right when Disney Plus comes out or not. I'm not 100% sure. And I've learned that Tessa Thompson and Justin, I'm going to pronounce your last name right, wrong, Therix is are going to be the voices of it. So it's supposed to be a live action. So real dogs are going to animate their mouths, which is going to be weird. Some people are a little bit upset about this. Just like they were upset about last week hearing that Home Alone is going to be remade since it's at Disney now. They're going to remake it for their Disney Plus app. People got upset with that. Like I said about that one, this is for a new generation. This is a story for a new generation um, just like you got your story, this is their story. So it doesn't take away from the original. So let it be, let it happen. You might even enjoy it and it might be something you can share with your kids. Um, so I'm going to be interested in watching it, see what, how it turns out. But let me know if you're excited for it, if you're not excited for it, or you feel it's ruining your childhood like some people are. Um, in other news, Spirit Away is getting a deluxe limited edition collector's edition Blu-ray that's going to release in November 12th of this year. Um, it's supposed to have a lot of like, it's supposed to have like a 40 page of art book that they have with it. Uh, um, I think it's like a, supposed to be like a hard slick cover, um, and like a CD for the soundtrack as well. It's supposed to be pretty intense. Uh, if you're a fan of Spirit Away, of this anime, and you want to own this copy, you better check it out in November. Because it's, it sounds like this is going to be an awesome copy to own. I might even have to look at it for myself because I do like Spirit Away. Um, and I uh, collect some stuff here and there. I don't have a lot of anime collections, so this could be the start of that. Um, let me know if you're interested in that, if you heard about it. Uh, let me know if you're going to be getting that. I got to stop saying um so much. But let me know if you guys are excited for that. 
you can check me out. Uh, you can let me know if you're excited about that at uh, Blackie Cool on Twitter, Blackie Cool on Instagram, and of course Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Hit me up an email right there, and you can hit me up on the Blackie Cool Facebook page too. I forget about that. Um, in other news, The Walking Dead uh, had a season ten pr- preview that teases. Um, Maggie's return. I didn't know she was gone because I have stopped watching the show. I know she, the lady that plays Maggie, I seen her in another show. So I guess she took a hiatus and went and shot that other show. Show didn't do that good. So coming back to Walking Dead, hey, I understand sometimes you got to step out, see what the world has for you. And if it doesn't have what you need, you need to come back to where home is. So she's supposed to be coming back to the show. Um, I'm really interested in people that are still watching this. Is this, is The Walking Dead still good to you? Why is it still good to you? And why are you still going back to it? I'm not saying that to hate or anything. I'm just wondering. Because I really did like this show up until like the sixth and seventh season. It really just started to go downhill for me. The way they were doing stuff. The way they were prolonging stuff. I get it. You have real actors that don't want to get typecast and want to get set in certain things. But knowing that, why don't you get to the juicier storylines a little faster? Um, not try to prolong this show for so long. There's like so many filler episodes that are not needed throughout those six and seven seasons and not getting to the good stuff. Like I was so excited to get to the whispers, but it took so long. I fell out of love with the show. So let me know if you guys are still in love with the show. You're still watching it consistently. Let me know what do you love about it and what keeps you there. Hit me up. Let me know. Blackie Cool on Instagram. Blackie Cool on Twitter. And, of course, Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. And check out the Facebook, too. Um, oh, you and you can also leave me a voicemail on Anchor. If you listen to the show on Anchor, you could do a voicemail on Anchor and I'll gladly play you on here and we'll talk about that i think that'd be kind of cool too uh but in other news so this one this piece of news is kind of weird so we already know what marvel's doing for disney plus but that's technically marvel studios there is still a marvel's tv division and they say they're doing a lot of stuff i know i talked about this oh maybe like three four podcasts back where they were talking about doing a a ghostwriter show and a Hellstorm show on Hulu. Now the, I forget his name, it's like Jude or Lude, something like that. He's the, um, kind of runs Marvel's TV division. He says that Marvel's gonna have a whole slew of shows that they're putting on Disney Plus that are more, uh, like, like they say, Ghost Rider has the, um, uh, what is that? Oh, I forget his calling thing, but I, I should have read more on this. <coughs> Excuse me. But they're supposed to have their own shows coming to Disney Plus. Even though Ghost Rider's show was supposed to be on Hulu, he said those two are just the start. Ghost Rider and Hellstorm are just the start of the other shows that they're going to be doing. They're going to be kind of more focused on terror and horror a little bit. I could be getting that wrong. But I know he said terror or something. But yeah, that's supposed to be coming down the pipeline. 
I don't know what that means necessarily. I think they might be over stretching themselves a little bit. Um, we'll probably find out more news at D23 that's coming up in, I think, like two weeks. It's coming up in two weeks that's going to happen. And they might talk about this there, or they might not. I am not 100% sure, but I am interested to see more about it. Um, in other news, um, which I didn't even know this show was out. I didn't know it was going on. Star Wars Research... Star Wars Resistance uh, Season 2 trailer dropped. Um, so give me a second. Let me watch the trailer right quick. Hold on. Okay, that looks cool. Why wasn't I watching it? I love the animation style. Um, it looks like they're doing stuff uh, from the last trilogy um, that's going on right now. It looks very cool. I seen Captain Phasma in there, Kylo Ren's in there, spoilers if you didn't see the trailer, but, um, yeah, whatever, uh, but it looks cool, let me know who's watching this, I might have to go back and watch the first season, because this looks really interesting, um, I, I don't know what's really going on, but I'm very interested, I think that was, uh, what's his name, What's the big guy's name? I think he died. I think that's like one of his descendants uh, who captured Leia. I forget his name. It's going to come to me later on in this podcast, and I'm going to say it, and you guys will be like, what are you talking about? But I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it when I remember it. But yeah, it looks interesting. I might have to check out the first season uh, to get ready for the second season, which is coming out in October. But then again, I don't even know what channel this is on. Or where this is being watched or played. Yeah, let me know if you know where this is being played. Hit me up. Let me know if you're watching this. Did you like the first season? Is it worth watching? Or did they just put out a really good trailer? Because <laughs> from what I'm seeing, that's a really good trailer. <laughs> um, in other news, um, a new show premiered. A uh, new show. Uh, Cannon Busters. I've been watching it. It came out... Maybe three or four days ago. I think it was on the 15th, actually. Yeah, on the 15th, I believe. Um, I'm, like, on episode four. I'm really digging it. It's really cool. It has this western feel. It's it's very reminiscent of Cowboy Bebop in a very positive way. Um, the whole mystery of the lead character. I won't spoil anything if you're not watching it yet. His mystery is slowly unraveling, and it's very interesting to see where that goes. Um, if you saw the trailer, the two robots, they're fun. Uh, a whole new backstory, and it, it's uh, doing a good world building of it. So, uh, yeah, it's it, I'm liking it so far. I'm really digging it. I'm trying to not binge it too fast and just enjoy it. Um, I think there's eight episodes, maybe nine and I'm really digging it. You guys should check it out if you're interested in anime, um, Western anime. If you like Cowboy Bebop, you definitely should like this. Uh, you, it's really in your wheelhouse. It's funny, kind of gory at times. Well, it's really gory. So, yeah, if you're not into gore, like it's not super gory, but there's some blood and body parts here and there. 
but still good. Not too crazy, but still good. Definitely check it out if you're interested. And other news, this is very sad for me to say. Uh, is is very weird. So Krypton has been canceled. Sci-Fi has canceled Krypton after the second season. I don't even know if it made it all the way through the second season. But they canceled Krypton. They said they're not doing the show anymore. Um, <laughs> which sucks. I heard the first season was really good. Which I wanted to go back and watch. But now I'm like, what's the point? Maybe I still watch it because I've heard people say it was really good. The first season was really good. I'm guessing the ratings weren't there for it. People weren't watching it, which sucks. I'm one of those people because I didn't watch the first season. I definitely haven't checked out the second season. Um, But also with that cancellation, Sci-Fi has passed on making a Lobo show. They were in talks of doing a Lobo show. Now that they canceled Krypton, they will not be doing a Lobo show. Of course, that makes perfect sense. But yeah, her Lobo was kind of cool in his episodes of Krypton. And I can understand why they were thinking about doing a spinoff of his own show. But now that they're not doing Krypton, it makes no sense to do Lobo. Um, I totally understand that. Sucks, but that's the way it is sometimes. Uh, let me know if you're a fan of Krypton. Does this news hurt? Does it suck? Um, I, I know how it feels when you watch a show and you really enjoy it. You want other people to enjoy it, but they don't, and they cancel the show before it can get a fan base, and that sucks. It really does suck, but it happens. Um, only thing you can do is just keep watching that first season and live those beautiful moments <laughs> until another show that you like comes along and gets canceled. Oh, such is life. Uh, First world problems there. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so Krypton, no more. We're not going to see the continuation of that story. And they were building two Superman, I assume. I assume, just like Smallville, which took nine seasons, I think. Smallville was really stretching that out. But, yeah, for the fans of Krypton, you have my apologies. I'm sorry that your show got canceled. I will probably watch the first season and share my thoughts with you guys on either my YouTube channel or maybe even the podcast. I'm thinking about doing another kind of segment on here. We'll talk about that later on. But in more small screen news, Kevin Smith is helming a Masters of the Universe sequel series for Netflix. So from what I'm understanding, what I read in the article... He is doing a sequel to the original cartoon where that left off at. So I think this has nothing to do with the Masters of the Universe movie that we're supposed to be getting. Um, This has everything to do with the old cartoon that we used to have. So we got to be kind of specific because there's like two different cartoons. So there's the original He-Man Masters of the Universe cartoon and then there's like the, I think it came out in like the 1990 or maybe 2000s He-Man cartoon show where there was like real kind of extreme He-Man. It was, the animation was cool. It was the first like kind of Western um, anime hybrid of animation, which looked really cool. 
but then it was just like so many different moving parts and it looked very expensive to make so clearly it wasn't gonna last too long um but i digress so kevin smith's he-man is supposed to be animated and it's the the full title is um masters of the universe revelations which is very weird title and very wordy uh (laughs) for a guy that was very silent don't get me wrong i like kevin smith awesome guy love watching his podcast watch him talk about shows he's definitely a fan um very interested in what this he-man's gonna be like very interested i would love to see some stills of the characters um some of the designs uh are they going back to the old designs are they gonna touch them up a little bit i'm very curious about what they're gonna do with this let me know how you feel about this are you excited i know he's also working on like a howard the duck show for marvel so he's getting busy right now um i know he's directing that one movie uh jay and silent bob uh reboot or something like that i saw the trailer looks very weird but it's got a lot of famous people in it so touche to you bro get it in um yeah let me know how you guys feel hit me up blackie cool on instagram blackie cool on twitter and of course blackie cool podcast at gmail and of course you can hit the facebook up as well let me know how you feel about this news about kevin smith helming this show and being a sequel to the old series is that something you guys are interested in also let me know which 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 old series would you like to have a sequel done to it me myself it's hard it's between thundercats and uh swat cats it's between those two or no wait never mind it's between darkwing duck and swat cats those are my two i'm gonna make three thundercats swat cats and darkwing duck it's between those three ah i think so yeah yeah, because everything else had a good run, and I was okay with. Yeah, it was between those three for me. Let me know what you guys. Well, let me know what your top three ones are for you to continue series of an old cartoon that is no longer with us. Well, not with us, but has been canceled for many, many years. Um, and the last bit of small screen news that I have is we got some first looks at raising Dion. So, if you don't know what this is, I believe it was a comic book somebody wrote. Uh, Not a a really big comic book, like a 10-page comic book about a single mother raising her son who has superhero powers and abilities. Or just supernatural, not supernatural, but superhero, superhuman abilities. And she's trying to hide it from the government. Uh, the show, the comic book got adapted to a show at Netflix, which Michael B. Jordan, uh, production company, I believe, is doing. He's also in the show. Uh, the show is supposed to come out on Netflix in October. I think the 4th of October, I believe. Um, I should have wrote that down. I forgot to write that down. You know how I am, guys. I always forget to write stuff down. Uh, I'm terrible at taking notes. But uh, I'm very interested in seeing this show, see how they do it. I like the the plot of the show, the concept. I thought it was a really neat concept. Not something that's not been 
really hammered into us too much to where it's kind of fresh and a new idea for us to kind of get lost into and i'm really excited to see what they do with that uh yeah uh but that's all the news i have for small screen news as always guys if i miss something you want to get my opinion on or want to just get my thoughts on let me know send me an email send me a tweet send me a dm and i'll definitely put it in the next podcast uh you can hit me up at blackie cool on instagram twitter blackie cool on blackie cool podcast at gmail and of course hit the facebook up as well let me know um like i said one person and you know i'm terrible at taking notes at times so i miss stuff sometimes i've had notes where i actually didn't read stuff so um actually there was something i forgot last week that i wrote down and i didn't read and i just blanked out on oh man um let me see if i can remember right quick I did forget something. I just remember what it was. Um, So, Disney Plus will be doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Or, not movie, but a miniseries. Supposed to be like six to eight uh, episodes. Um, And they're also getting... uh, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Ian McGregor to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, This is the kind of movie everybody wanted... But it's a miniseries, so it's two movies, technically. So that's kind of exciting. Seeing how much Disney's been spending on the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I just blanked on the name. The other Disney Plus shows, Star Wars shows, they're they're doing The Mandalorian. There we go. They're spending like $125 million on that. So hopefully they're spending somewhere close to do this Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, miniseries. Um, we'll probably get more news at D23 when that comes up. Uh, we got a little bit of news just to know that they're doing... Excuse me. They're doing the series and that Ian's coming back for the series, which is really cool. The reprise his role. Which is really awesome. Um, I liked him in Star Wars. I did. I really did him. Uh, I'm really excited for that. So, yeah. That's a little bit I forgot. But, yeah. That's the end of Small Screen News. So, let's jump over to Big Screen News, guys. Alright, guys. Let's get into Big Screen News. And the first news up is Thor Love and Thunder which is going to start shooting either at the end of this year or the beginning of next year, if I remember correctly, because I talked about it in the last podcast. Uh, it is supposed to set up Loki kind of a series that they're doing on Disney Plus, supposed to set up Loki, which is hard to say because it's just one name. Really weird. They should have came up with a better title, and the graphic looks terrible. But it's supposed to set up Loki. I don't know how that's going to work. But it's really pushing the envelope with them saying that the movies and the shows are really interconnected. And that is awesome because it's going to be a huge storyline to follow. And they're really trying to make sure you watch the shows and the movies together. Um, I am very interested to see how the movie is going to set up this show. And is that going to happen? Because I know this supposed to happen the opposite way with the um WandaVision show 
that's supposed to set some stuff up for the Doctor Strange 2 movie. So that's very interesting. Um, let me know how you guys feel about that. And other news, Lion King is Disney's biggest hit that isn't Star Wars or Marvel. So this is Disney showing that, yeah, we can still do this with our own properties, which is kind of cool. So people can't say, yeah, Disney just bought their success, which they kind of did. But it's because they were successful already to have that kind of money to buy more properties to make successful and help grow their brand. That's kind of what they've done. But yeah, um, Lion King is doing incredibly well for them right now. Uh, Definitely seeing Lion King 2 sequel coming. Um, Aladdin 2 sequel, I think they're in talks into doing that. Don't know if they're going to do the return of Jafar, which would be interesting. Are they going to do... Uh, a mixture of Return of Jafar and Art of the Forty Thieves movie that went straight to DVD, I believe. I think Return of Jafar went straight to DVD, too. I don't know if that got a theater release. Um, then again, I haven't seen the Aladdin movie. Well, that is wrong. I've seen half of the Aladdin movie, like I've said before in a podcast, possibly. My daughter did not like being in that theater much longer, so I had to take her out of the theater and she so she can cry outside and i didn't want to disturb everybody else watching the movie so i didn't get to see the rest of the movie but from what i did see i wasn't that much of a fan i'm sorry it wasn't for me like i said um in small screen news about the whole remakes of classic stuff this was for another generation this wasn't for me and apparently it wasn't for my daughter's generation so it's for the generation in between us um, cause clearly people loved it and they went to go see it cause it made a billion dollars. So clearly people loved it. I wasn't one of those people, but let me know if you were one of those people. Did you enjoy Aladdin? Did it, uh, capture the magic of the animated series for you? Let me know. Hit me up. Um, in other news, uh, I'm going to pronounce your name wrong, bro, but I'm sorry. Henry Golding is going to be Snake Eyes for the G.I. Joe spinoff solo movie of Snake Eyes. <laughs> um, also, that reminds me of some news I didn't talk about last week. So they're doing the Snake uh, Snake Eyes spinoff, which I don't know who this guy is. Let me look up right quick. I'm going to talk about something else while I do that. Um, they're doing this Snake uh, Snake Snake Eyes spinoff, which I think is really cool because I love ninjas, and Snake Eyes is a really cool ninja. Uh, he is really cool ninja. But uh, they're also doing another spinoff. Uh, they haven't really said who is going to be in it necessarily. Oh, that's the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. So the guy from Crazy Rich Agents is going to be Snake Eyes, which is weird because I thought Snake Eyes was a white guy. I thought he was a white guy because I know he was a white guy in the first uh, movie. Uh, that's going to be interesting. I don't know how they're going to do that. Ah, that's going to be interesting. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to do another G.I. Joe spinoff. Only thing we know is that it's going to be more kind of spy-like 
and they got one guy that they did tell us about. I think his name is Chucky. Uh, his character in the OG Joe cartoon was a master of disguise, I believe. Um, either a master of disguise or a good spy that got into stuff. So I don't know what they're doing with this G.I. Joe franchise. I mean, I like the first one because it was closer to the cartoon with lasers and weird uh, machines and cool like weapons and stuff like that. The second one seemed to go more realistic with regular guns. The ninja fight on the cliff was cool, but other than that, I wasn't feeling the second one. I really liked the first one. When they went over the top with those like secret water bases, that was really cool. I want my G.I. Joe live action to be like the cartoon. I don't want it to be realistic where they're using realistic guns and stuff. I want lasers. I want blue and red lasers. I want it to be like the cartoon. I want it to be over the top, crazy ridiculous, and just an excitement of awesomeness with just the weirdest stuff. I'm sorry. I want there to be a giant snake. Oh, I want I want Cobra Commander to have some kind of mech suit that turns into a snake. I want I want it to be cool. That's what I want. I don't want a realistic GI Joe. That's for the birds. I want a crazy cartoon like live action GI Joe where they're flying like weird ships and doing crazy stuff. Um yeah, that's that's my GI Joe. That's what I want. Let me know what you guys feel. How do you guys feel? They should do this. these spinoffs. Should they go more realistic? Should they go more cartoony? Uh, let me know. Hit me up. Black Cool on Instagram. Black Cool on Twitter. And Black Cool Podcast at Gmail. And, of course, the Facebook page. Um, in other news, Toy Story 4 has hit a billion dollars. So Toy Story 4, which I didn't think was going to make a billion dollars, made a billion dollars. Wow. Disney just full of wind, so much wind. Disney, um, just another inch, another billion dollar entry for Disney. I think that's let's let's do a quick count. Um, one, two, three, four, five, maybe five this year already. Jeez, is it five? The end game end game came out this year, didn't it? Yeah, five, maybe six, because I forgot Captain Marvel came out this year and that made a billion dollars. So I think they've got six entries already in the billion dollar club. Wow! Come on, studios, y'all y'all got to start fighting Disney off. They're they're just taking their taking you guys to the cleaners. Well, that TDC did get one billion dollar, but that was at the beginning of two thousand. 618 but nobody else has really been making a billion dollars i don't believe let me know if i'm wrong i could be wrong somebody else could have made a billion dollars that's not disney technically snow sony i said snowy <laughs> technically sony has made a billion dollars but that was with disney's help so <laughs> i don't know if that counts <laughs> but wow two shaded disney much props uh, Toy Story 4, I've seen half of it. It seemed very interesting. I don't know if it's going to make some weird dark turn halfway through the movie. I have to finish watching it. There's another movie I have to finish watching. Oh, so many movies. Um, yeah, so many movies. Uh, in other news, 
Ryan Johnson, or I think that's how you pronounce his name, uh, is still supposed to be doing his Star Wars trilogy. He has, at least he says he's still doing it. Um, I think Disney's going to just pay him and not let him do it. That's how I feel. Because I think they're starting to throw out a little too much Star Wars stuff. Because they had the Game of Thrones guys that were supposed to be doing a Star Wars trilogy. But now they're only going to write one of those trilogy Star Wars movies. So I don't know what they're going to do now. But he says his Star Wars trilogy, um, Mr. Johnson, he says his Star Wars trilogy is going to be uh, pull away from the legacy characters and go beyond them and maybe explore more of the universe because it's a giant universe and all we do is talk about Skywalker. Like, that's all we do, which I like that concept if he's going to do more of the universe and talk about more of the universe and see other characters within that universe great idea but you did the last jedi my friend and that was not a very good star wars movie i mean in my opinion i didn't like it i know some people did like it some people loved it some people hated it i just didn't like it i didn't hate it i thought there was some good things in there but for me I wasn't a fan of it. I'm sorry. Uh, it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, it wasn't what I was expecting after seeing. Um, uh, what's the oh? What is that last Star Wars movie before that one? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, what was it? Oh, I gotta look it up now. But that last one. Oh, uh, this is gonna really upset me. I hate when I blank out like this, guys. I'm looking it up because I'm going to say it. <laughs> uh, you guys will be like, how did you not remember that? Because I, I forget stuff. It happens. Uh, not Fallen Order, Last Jedi. Come on. Really? Why you guys can't have that one? It's the one that made $2 billion. Why wouldn't that be the first one to come up? That makes no sense. It made $2 billion. Mm, eight? Is it number eight? No. Number seven. Really? What is it? Oh, The Force Awakens. Oh, how did I forget that title? Oh, God. So I liked The Force Awakens a lot. I did not like Last Jedi. But I am very interested to see what they're going to do with this Rise of Skywalker. Just because it seems like they're going to be putting an end to the Skywalker storyline. Which I am kind of happy about. I don't know if other people are upset about it. But, like every story needs a beginning, a middle, and an ending. They're finally getting to the ending of the Skywalker story. And that, with that being said, it means that there should be other stories they're about to tell within star wars and those are the stories i want to hear about i'm sorry i'm tired of skywalker like this universe cannot keep revolving around him and that family there's got to be if not more powerful people out there in the universe i'm sorry that's just how i feel i say it's blasphemy whatever I just think there's more powerful people in the universe, or at least close to how powerful he is. It, it has to be. It's too big of a universe. It makes no sense. But yeah, 
that's my thoughts on that. Let me know how you guys feel about uh, Mr. Johnson still doing his trilogy, which I think is not a good idea. But uh, if anybody could survive it, Disney can. <laughs> In other news, so there's been this big controversy with the Mulan movie. I mean, after the first trailer, a lot of people are already mad about it not having Mushu and not seeming to have any of the music from the move from the animated movie. It seems like they were trying to cater to Chinese audience a little more because apparently the animated movie didn't do very well in China. Um, and the story that this animated movie was based off of Disney changed a lot to do the animated movie with, which uh, Chinese people were upset with. So this is Disney's way of trying to course correct. So on that that controversy alone, the movie's kind of on rocky feet right now. But then the star of the Mulan movie came out and tweeted something of about the Hong Kong protests that are going on. We're not going to get super deep into that. Just know that there's protests in Hong Kong about unfair treatment and uh, police brutality and all this stuff. She tweeted in her, how should I say this without being mean, her approval of how police were dealing with the protesters are feeling that she was on the police side which some people took it as she's okay with police being brutal and police brutality and government kind of corrupt and destroying communities that's how some people felt it so now there's a boycott Mulan petition going around on Twitter and such other sites which does not help the movie. <laughs> I know Disney are really upset that this is happening because this is not what they were planning. Like, they were already trying to get over hurdle of making this movie acceptable for China and Western audience. But now they have to deal with this international situation that they did not want to be in. I know they did not want to be in this. But they've been thrust in this... Um, yeah, and I th- I, th- I heard some- I saw something else that uh uh what's his name Jackie Chan said something too about the Hong Kong police, which has kind of got him in kind of hot water with fans and whatnot. So it's it's uh, it's a sticky situation. Um, um, but then uh, I saw something that a lot of people in China said that they will boycott the boycott so they will go see Mulan in droves to boycott the so-called boycott of the movie which could help the movie too so this is just a weird situation all around it is crazy and I am really interested to see how it turns out I mean like I said I've seen the trailer check out my YouTube channel Blackie Cool if you didn't know, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, check that out. I watched the trailer, did a live reaction to it. I liked the trailer. I thought it was cool. It looked interesting. Um, it looked like they're telling a different story. They're changing the story up a little bit. 
It's not a shot-for-shot shot remake. Yes, I would have liked to see Mushu in there. Yes, I would like to see them sing the songs. Some of those songs are really good. But I'm not going to knock them being creative and trying something different. Um, I haven't seen Lion King. A lot of people say it's just a shot-for-shot shot remake until like the last 15 or 20 minutes. And then it gets a little different, but that's terrible. And... um. I can't have my opinion until I see it myself, which is another movie I still have to see. Oh, so many movies. Oh, goodness. So many movies. But, yeah, uh, let me know how you guys feel. Are you on the boycott? Are you against the boycott? Did you even know about this situation with the boycott? Um, were you excited for Mulan? Are you still upset that there's no music in Mushu? Hit me up. Let me know. Let me know how you guys are feeling. Blacky Cool on Instagram, Blacky Cool on Twitter, Blacky Cool Podcast at Gmail, and of course, hit me up on the Facebook page, Blacky Cool. Um, in other news, Mortal Kombat has cast three more characters. I think they're in the talks of casting Liu Kang. Liu Kang, yeah. And casting Liu Kang, I think they're still in talks yet. I think that hasn't been finalized yet. But they have cast Jax. Raiden and Mul- ah, I always pronounce her name wrong. Melanie, uh, I always pronounce her name wrong. Melina, that's why. Why do I pronounce that wrong every time? It looks weird to me. I don't know. Uh, well, they've cast Melina. So the first actor that's going to be playing Jax, McChad Brooks. I, I think I pronounced your name wrong, bro. I'm sorry. He is from Supergirl. He plays Jimmy Olsen, which is a lot of people got upset that a black guy was playing Jimmy Olsen. I thought it was cool. But I remember him from True Blood when he was in that. That's what I remember from. I think that's a good casting for Jax. He's already, like, ripped. Uh, I think he could pull it off. Um, Yeah, I think he could do it. I think he do. I haven't seen him fight, necessarily. But I think he can learn enough uh, fighting techniques. Um, at least Jack's fighting style. Jack's is not overly kung fu, so I think he'll be okay with that. Um, the second actor who is going to be playing Raiden, I am definitely going to pronounce your name wrong. Um, Tadinbu Ashino. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I am so sorry. I literally tried to find somebody pronouncing your name right, and I could not find it. Uh... I could not find it, but he, I think he played in Thor, the Dark World, he was in Battleship, and he's in some movie called Ichi the Killer, I seen the trailer for it, it looks really weird, but cool, and kind of gory, it's like a gory anime kind of, but I mean it's live action, but it looked interesting, so go check that out if you were interested in that, and the last actor who is playing Melanie, once again, I, looking at it, it messes me up to pronounce it. Melina is Sissy Stringer. I guess she's kind of new on the scene, so I don't know much about her. I didn't see much about her. But yeah, I am still excited for this Mortal Kombat movie. I am really excited that it's going to be rated R. It's going to have fatalities in it. And the cast seemed to be coming along pretty good. Um, I'm liking some. I'm liking most of the cast that they've actually announced I'm I, I forgot who they were talking to to play Luke Kane 
but I forgot who they talk about. I I do want to see. I don't know if did they. I know they cast they cast. I know they cast Sub Zero. I don't think they cast Scorpion yet. So I'll be interested to see who they cast as Scorpion and where they what characters they really use in this Mortal Kombat. Are they going to use Smoke? Are they Johnny Cage? I want to see who they cast for Johnny Cage. That's going to be super interesting. Oh wow, it's going to be super interesting. Are they going to have uh, the forearm guy? I want to say Gora, but I don't think that's his name. Uh, I forget his name. Hit me up. Let me know his name. But uh, are they going to have him? Uh, are they going to have Shang Tsung? Uh, so many questions. Um, I'm still super excited for it. I can't wait to see a trailer for that one. Uh, let me know how you guys feel about that. Are you excited for this Mortal Kombat movie? This rebooted Mortal Kombat movie? Are you excited that it's rated R and it's going to have fatalities? Oh man, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, so what I, I just geeked out for a little. Sorry, guys. Um, in other news, and this is just very sad news. Well, not sad, but it's kind of sad for DC. For DC fans, this is sad news. Birds of Prey uh, is going back for reshoots, which is not a bad thing. Most movies go back for reshoots. Endgame went back for reshoots. Infinity War went back for reshoots. Uh, Rogue One went back for reshoots. Billion dollar movies. But sometimes reshoots do not help the movie. I think that might be in one of these cases. This might actually help the movie. Because it looks like they're going back to reshoot a lot of action scenes. Which they're kind of getting a new director to. Um, They're getting a director from John Wick. Not the guy that went on to do other movies. I think he went on to do... Uh, what other movies did he go on to do? I don't remember. But the other guy, because I think there was two people that directed John Wick. The guy, the other guy stayed and kept directing John Wick. He did two and three, I believe. Um, I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me. Uh, uh, he's coming in to help direct these new reshoots and new action scenes but he's not getting credited so hopefully him doing this will help him get another DC gig as an actual director where he gets credit for his work but right now he's trying to help them out and smooth this movie out I guess Uh, apparently the action scenes are really bad unfortunately yeah, that, that happens sometimes. You don't make good action scenes. That sucks. But he's supposed to be coming in to help them with the action scenes and make them look better. Um, Kind of rewrite the script, too, because I heard the premise of what this was. And that was a terrible premise. Oh, it was terrible. But I think they're going to work on the script as well and get it to a better place that it can test better. Uh, Yeah. And I guess the budget is super low, so they still have money to do this. So even if it doesn't do well, it won't take that big of a hit. So that's a positive. So they're learning from their mistakes somewhat, I guess. I don't know. I just, DC, come on. You guys got to get your stuff together. One minute you do very well with Aquaman make a billion dollars, which I still don't understand how you made a billion dollars. It's just a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a billion dollar movie, but you did it. Shazam should have made so much more because that was a fun, funny adventure. Oh, I love that movie. That movie, I like that movie better than Aquaman. I'm going to say it. 
I like Shazam better than Aquaman. I had more fun with Shazam. I'm sorry. I was more entertained with Shazam. I like Aquaman for what it was, but Shazam was better. I'm sorry. I just Most of Shazam was better. There was a few parts where like, why you guys did this? But yes, ultimately, movie for movie, Shazam was better for me. That's just how I feel. Let me know how you guys feel. Um, But yeah, DC, come on, get your stuff together. You got so many things you can do. Stop trying to be Marvel and just be you. You have your own unique voice. Use it. Stop trying to be gritty. Stop trying to... You go from gritty and then shoot super far left and try to be super weird funny. Find a middle balance and just be you. Oh, my goodness. You guys should be right up there with Marvel making billion-dollar pictures. I don't understand how you guys are not doing it. Find people that like DC and let them run this. Do what Marvel did. Find a guy that knows this stuff and let him run it. Have one guy. Ah, I just don't know what they're doing. But... We'll see if these reshoots and this new kind of director or co-director, as I'm calling him, help this movie and bring something good for us to watch. I mean, you did do good with Suicide Squad, the one's coming out because you got James Gunn. He's going to direct that. That should be a, I won't say a home run, but that people are going to go see it just because it's James Gunn. So you got that going for you. So you're going to get good opening week numbers. Hopefully it's really good and those numbers will continue to rise and you got yourself a billion dollar movie right there. Hopefully. I don't know. Has James Gunn made a billion dollar movie? Because I don't think Guards of the Galaxy made a billion dollars, neither one or two. So maybe not. I don't know. Only time will tell. We'll see. Um, In other news, it is official. Spider-Man Far From Home is Sony's biggest movie ever biggest movie ever that's amazing um i still say spider-man homecoming was better than spider-man far from home but that's my opinion i know you guys have your opinion hit me up let me know what you feel um yeah touche sony congratulations uh surprisingly venom is really close behind that because it'd be like 800 million dollars I don't remember what the old Spider-Man movies made. I can't remember off the top of my head without Googling it. Because we Google everything. Let's be honest, people. Um, but, yeah. I'm I'm kind of surprised. But being that it was on the... Being the first movie after Endgame, it really got a real big boost from that. People wanted to see what was going on in this universe after Endgame. After that massive massive movie so it did get a boost from that but it's it's a good movie i'm not gonna say it's not a good movie it has very good moments uh a lot of good comic book moments i love what they do with a lot of different characters great after credit scenes sets up some amazing stuff in the mcu going forward so yeah i can see i can see why it did so well but to be sony's biggest hit that's amazing touche spider-man touche now i see why they're holding on to him so tight um in the last bit of news they're talking about rebooting resident evil uh the movie franchise so we all most of us all know resident evil movie 
was a video game that they adapted to a movie that for some reason did really well for the first movie and spun off a six to I think seven movie franchise touche touche and kind of made what's her name uh oh, I forget her name the the lady that plays the main character sorry I yawn yeah I'm a little tired I'm I I'm talking myself to being tired and makes me forget easier uh I think she's I don't want to say she's Russian because I don't know if she's 100% Russian but she has kind of a Russian name whatever her name is I'm gonna google it right quick it's kind of made her a home um household name because honestly I didn't know who she was before oh, yeah it's seven it's, uh, well, I think it's seven of these. No, that's I think that's the game. Let's see how many Resident Evil movies there are. In order. How many are there? So one, two. Oh, you guys won't let me keep going. One, two, six. So I think there's six. No, because there was one in 2017, wasn't it? No, I guess there is six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I think there's six. Um, I guess that was a reboot. Yeah, I guess there's six, and they've all made $1.2 billion altogether. So, that's a pretty good franchise. Yeah, six movies. Spanning one billion, not a bad franchise. Uh, what's her name? I was supposed to be looking at that too. Uh, it doesn't say her name. Just tell me her name. Mila Jogovich. Yeah, there we go. Got it. Got it. In the books. <laughs> uh, yeah, made her kind of a household name for a little while. I'm not gonna lie. I liked a lot of those Resident Evil movies. They were fun, entertaining, crazy. Uh, the first one really reminds you of the game. The other ones kind of pulled away from the game a little bit. I think, uh, Day Day was in one of them. He, I think he became a zombie in one of them. Really weird. Uh, yeah, they were really good. I would definitely go, I would watch a reboot. I think they said they're going to make it more horror. If they do get a reboot, it's it's in development right now. They're talking about it. It's not set in stone. But they said something about they're going to make it more horror if they do a reboot, which is really cool. But that's all I have for big screen news. As always, guys, you can hit me up. Let me know if I missed something. Uh, want to get an opinion on something or get my thoughts on something that I missed and didn't talk about on this podcast, I would definitely hit it in the next podcast. Just drop me a line, email me, uh, tweet me, DM me, or even leave me a voicemail on Anchor. Uh, Yeah, that's all I have on all these notes. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So I'm thinking I'll do another segment where I do uh, recommendation shows or shows I recommend you watch. So let's test it out. We're going to do it right now. So here is segment, or just call it shows I think you should watch. 
That's just what we're going to call it. So first show I think you should watch is, or, or even movies, first one I think you should watch is Cannon Busters. If you're an anime fan, Cowboy Bebop fan, definitely check that out. Really good. Second thing I should think, I think I'm going to do like five maybe. Maybe we're gonna just we're gonna just I'm gonna just throw out as many as I can when I when I have them because I don't want to put down a certain number. So second thing I should think you should watch movie wise is Good Boys. It's really funny. It's really funny. It just came out. Um, if you like um, potty humor, uh, kids cussing, <laughs> and weird um, sex things. You should definitely go see it. It's hilarious. I laugh almost the whole movie. It's really funny. It's it's extremely funny. And it's really rated R, so don't take your kids. Unless you're okay with your kids hearing bad words and doing weird stuff. Uh, I've seen a couple kids there. I don't know why. Uh, it's just like when you take your kids to Deadpool the first time and you do the strap-on scene. You don't want to see that with your kids. Sorry for any young kids that heard that. Um, but yeah... Um, is there anything else? Uh, watch Fire Force. That's really good. Watch Fire Force. Uh, uh, one of my friends, Michael, he's watching Attack on Titan. He just got into that. He's loving that. Go check out Attack on Titan. Season one, two, three are done. Uh, they're probably gonna have a fourth season. I would say go watch, uh, season one of One Punch Man because it's amazing. It's amazing. I haven't finished season two. It's not as good as season one, but go check season one. Um, yeah, that's the last bit of recommendation shows I got for you guys. Uh, yeah, and we come to the part of the podcast where we say thank you to people who support the podcast. So all you guys that have been listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast, Faust that who's always sharing it on Facebook and liking it. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys following. Appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys sharing and rating the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Um, you guys listen to me talk and talk about the stuff I like, and hopefully some of the stuff you guys like. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, as always, guys, thanks for listening. That's the podcast for this week. As always, you can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast. Um, Apple Cast or anywhere podcasts can be found. If you go to Anchor, the website, not the app, you can you can become a supporter of the podcast, and you know, chip in a buck or two. That would be greatly appreciated and help support the podcast. You know, for equipment and stuff like that. Um, don't worry if you can't do that. You can always support the podcast by just sharing it or rating it or telling a friend about it or putting them in the car and making them listen to it and then taking their phone and making sure you favorite the podcast. That's one way to do it. I don't say, I don't think you should be so aggressive when you do it, but Hey, do what you feel. I'm not your boss, but, uh, as always, guys, appreciate you listening. Appreciate you taking the time out to listen. Appreciate you sharing and all that good stuff. But as always, guys, I'll talk to you in the next podcast.